One of the questions I get most often asked is what does my Ramadan schedule look like? As a modern day Muslim who's like striving to become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and do all the things that I need to do to transform myself and to reach my goals because we all have goals in Ramadan, like things we want to work on spiritually or personally. And then how do I do all that while like being a wife and being a mom and, and working and like what do I do? How does my schedule fit together? Well, today I'm going to open my personal personal planner and tell you exactly what it looks like, how I deal with myself in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how I deal with my work, with the kids, and even with my husband. So if that sounds something like you'd like to hear, keep listening. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. How is everyone? It is about a week until Ramadan. Is it setting in yet? Yeah, it kind of is in my house. I mean, it's been here all the while. I've been preparing, you know, but I don't know about that week before I start to get a little bit like, ooh, it's coming and I feel like I haven't done enough and I just need to do this and I need to do that. So I'll just give you a personal update on what I'm, what's going on in my family. So today, my husband and I were going back and forth for a while, but what we finally decided together was today we're going to go Ramadan shopping. And I know it seems a little bit early, but the truth is with the whole COVID situation, and we are in New York City, by the way which is the epicenter of the worst of what's happening, where most things are closed, where the rules are the tightest. We've been on lockdown for about four weeks now. I don't know, maybe it feels more. And subhanAllah, it has made things extremely hard. And as we're going Ramadan shopping, we, we have two things that are important to us. One is obviously to stay safe with everything going on. And the second one is to like, make it as normal as possible. We need to try to feel like we're having a Ramadan where we can feel comfortable as well. And that means getting things from certain places that we are familiar with, that we feel are like very nostalgic and we get excited about every year. Even my husband gets excited. Can I tell you, my husband reminded me don't forget, we need to go shopping tomorrow. My husband does not like to shop, but for Ramadan, he does. He does like me because we feel like super nostalgic. We have certain food items, which I guess I'll be sharing more of those over the, the, the next couple weeks of podcasts, like things that we just love and maybe in my YouTube videos as well. But yeah, anyway, so we're going to go down today. I have my list. Um, you guys might've been aware that I've already made that kitchen inventory um, free download that I've been sharing. So on the last page of that is the shopping list. So after you inventory your house to make sure you save money and all that stuff, and maybe I'll link it one more time below if you guys still haven't gotten it. Um, at the end, the last page, there is a shopping list. So I've graduated to my shopping list where now I take that list and I go off and I shop for only the things I need and I make sure I have every single thing so I don't forget a thing. So yeah, so I'm going with my husband today, inshallah ta'ala. I know it feels so early. We usually go like three days before, but we just know the lines are going to get crazy. I don't know about you guys, but in New York, they make us wait outside of the store and go in the store two by two. So you have to wait till two people have completely shopped before you can go in. And in the Ramadan shopping, that's crazy. People sometimes have two cartfuls of stuff, two wagons full of stuff. So I can't imagine waiting on an extremely long line with children and everything. So we're trying to figure out how it's going to happen, but we know for sure a week ahead is going to make less crowd and less wait. So make da'a for us, <laughs> wish us well. 
we're going in for it today. Um, inshallah, the business island. By the way, for those of you who don't know this podcast, we do mindful living topics on parenting, homeschooling, love, relationships, like life hacks, organization, like you name it as modern Muslims. If we go through it, we cover it here. Even controversial stuff like culture and 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 religion, you know, where we get a little bit, a little bit fancy and a little bit um, back and forth about certain things. But today we're going to be doing something fun and light, which is me opening up my planner and my schedule and really, really just sharing with you what I'm personally doing. And I'm really excited about that. By the way, if you haven't already heard, because you weren't on my Ramadan waiting list, my Facebook group opened last night, maybe kind of like almost early in the morning. Oh my gosh, you guys are responding like crazy. It's just been a floodgate. Like I have to approve everyone, whatever that goes in. I have those three questions that Facebook has you do. And and as I'm just, I can't push my little finger fast enough to let all of you guys in. So Jazakumallahu Khairan. And that makes me so excited. I feel like it's just going to be like a huge family together. And by the way, I'm sure they're gravitating into the group because of um, our lovely relationship, but it might also be because of the giveaways. We're doing crazy, crazy giveaways. For example, if you take part in the one, like you join the group today, within the next 48 hours, we have one for um, an abaya or dress from Ab Collection. Love them. They're really great. And Hot Hijab, obviously, they're amazing as well. And we have two scarves from them. So we have this part of the giveaway going on in the next 48 hours if you get in and you put in your results and then we'll figure out who wins but yeah so that's how we're popping off our group welcome welcome want to keep it light and positive i know it's been like so down with the whole covid thing and i and i want us to still feel excited about ramadan so i'm like you know what let's start it off with a giveaway. So if you haven't already gotten in, that's my shout out today. My shout out is to all the people who are joining the Facebook group right now. So psyched. We have people, I mean, read off right here. I have Denmark, Sweden, Bangladesh, uh, Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, New York. Uh, obviously, New York is not a country. U.S. <laughs> people from Michigan. It's just like crazy. We have people from all over, um, you know, wherever they tell me, I'm just reading it off. But um, so many, so many countries. I have Uganda. I don't know. Um, I have, I don't know. I can't even read them all right here, but I have so many and I'm so excited because that means we are going to be like an international community of sisters. So Jazakumallahu Khairam. All right. Enough of my ranting of how excited I am. Let me get straight to what I came to talk about. All right. So many of you also know that if you're on my waiting list, also, I released my free masterclass today. So um, if you do watch that masterclass, you're going to see that I speak about this master plan that I have. And I mentioned these six things that I always include. So today's podcast is basically going to be me referencing part of that, which is my routines and schedules, which um, I believe is maybe number five in my in my six things that I have within my, my master plan. You can go watch it and quote me on it. But the truth is like each one of those elements is important. So in that class, I do open up that. But today I'm just going to talk about specifically my schedule from morning to night, what I'm doing. And I know a lot of women have different circumstances, depending on if you're a student, you're married, you're working, you have one child or you have five children, you have to cook for the family. You don't have to cook for some people, or maybe you have to cook for tons of people, whatever it is. Um, I want you to know, I understand. I totally get it because I've been all the different phases of my life and I've helped tons of sisters with this. So I can totally help with all of that through the podcast, through the Ramadan courses I have, or if you want to just even jump on a Skype call with me. I know some sisters are getting anxiety about certain things. 
No worries, guys. I'll put the links down there for those as well. But yeah, for sure, we'll figure it out. Don't worry. And and no matter what your situation is, Allah Kareem will figure it out and Allah can make it easy and shall tell it. But my goal in, in, in this Ramadan is to be very accessible to you guys more than usual, especially to my students. Um, you guys know I I I put live today a free master class that's totally free and that's just a basic intro introductory actually it's not so basic but it's 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 pretty much everything i'm opening up in my my planner of what i'm doing like the elements i'm putting in there so i'm kind of letting you guys know what i'm focusing on for sure um but for the students that want to go deeper i do have um, an actual master course that you can take and for those students i'm going to be live with them regularly like two to three times a week, just talking to them, sitting with them, sharing things with them. And so if you do feel like you need that extra additional support, it's there. If you feel like you just want the free support and you want to just see what's going on, what I'm planning and doing, it's there. It's really up to you guys. I'm just telling you, I'm trying to be as accessible as possible in this Ramadan. I'm going to make it really, really fun and good for everyone. Okay. But let's talk about um, specifically with the schedule, like, let me get, get my little notebook here. So, um, again, I just want to say, this is my schedule. Your schedule could look different. I don't want to like impose that this is what you have to be doing. You should be doing, but I just want you to know that as a woman who is a modern Muslim, has to do all the modern day things that everybody has to do. And I'm a wife and I'm a mother and a teacher. This is what I'm doing minute to minute. Okay. Um, so, okay. So let's start it off. So as I, the beginning of the day. Now it's hard because you guys are in different time zones. I'm going to try to stay away from time as much as possible and talk in terms of uh, Salah or before or after the whole or something as much as possible. But sometimes I'm going to have to mention times. I'm sorry, but that's okay. You can just figure it out according to the daytime in your area. And inshallah ta'ala, you know, you can make it your own. Okay. So basically an hour before Fajr, an hour before Fajr, I start to do some light prepping for Sahur. Um, so, um, you know, my husband doesn't like to have Sahur rushed. He doesn't want to like eat really fast. He feels like it makes him nervous and stuff. So he likes to just feel comfortable. So basically I get things ready within 15 to 20 minutes. Now people are like, okay, what are you serving in 15 to 20 minutes? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> well, if you actually listen to my podcast before this one on the ultimate um, you know, I have a one on the ultimate guide to health and weight loss in Ramadan. If you haven't already heard it, check it out because apparently it's one of your guys' favorite uh, podcasts right now because it is it is going through the roof in terms of views and, excuse me, listens. But um, yeah, I'm getting so much feedback about that. So yeah, those are my healthy tips and stuff like that, especially for women who are worried about gaining weight and things like that. But also as a mom, like I don't want to wake up. I'm tired. I do a lot of stuff. I have kids and just make something crazy elaborate. But Believe me, my husband appreciates it and he loves when I do it. So what happens is I made this happy medium where I do, and I explain this again, I'm not going to go into it now because you could just listen to the podcast before where I do um, a, a certain type of a breakfast. And so um, it incorporates some smoothies, but it also has some like real, real full on breakfast and it actually looks quite elaborate. So if you haven't already heard, go check out the podcast before, after this one, and you'll hear what I do for that. But so before Frasier, I prep that stuff. And by the way, I also have a Ramadan podcast and how I prep my food so that things can be um, prepared super fast too. I think that's the one about um, the meal prepping for Ramadan. So check that one out too after this podcast. I'm trying to help you guys and give you as many resources as possible. But I do prep that. I prep the light. I do like light cleaning. And then if I have some time while stuff is heating up or whatever, I'll do some light 
prep cooking for the day. Now, believe me, this is a lifesaver, especially if you have some chopping to do. Like I don't do crazy cooking. It's just like, oh, I got to chop a whole bunch of stuff or peel something or whatever. I do it right now. And believe me, it's better because when the kids are up, you don't want to do that if you're if you're a mom with kids. And if you don't have kids, then I'm happy for you, <laughs> you that you have more time to, to plan that stuff better. But for people who are moms, it's it can be hard. So if you are the mom that want to do that, Go ahead and do some light prepping then. Um, the other thing is um, then we're going to move into Sahor. So once Sahor comes, let me tell you exactly what I do in terms of with my children and my husband to get everybody ready for Sahor. So we have right now, we have, as you know, um, five kids, well, actually six, including my stepson who has recently come to live with us as well. So I'm, I'm raising six kids. So right now, three of them are currently with us. The other um, three are either. Um, Mar- yeah, married at this point. And so what happens is we take the six-year-old and the eight-year-old and we wake them up for Sahor and to pray Fajr with us. And I'll talk about the eight-year-old a little bit more in a minute. The three-year-old I have is sleeping. We keep her sleeping. All right. So we all eat Sahor together and then I clean up and everybody goes back to bed except me. And this is where the magic happens. A lot of women feel like they cannot get enough time for themselves to do their own ibadah and things, especially if they're a wife and a, and, and a mother. And if you're a student, I'll, I'll get to you in a second. Um, for students, it's more like getting their time done well where they don't end up having blocks of time where they end up, you know, wasting it on um, social media because that's, that is a problem, right? When, especially in COVID, it's forcing us to stay home and be on devices or sit around a lot. So sometimes um, students can get lack of motivation and I get that. And um, I also talk about, you know, I did a whole webinar on what to do with the whole COVID situation I was going to reference it later, but I might as well say now for students, if you haven't already seen it, in terms of what I do to keep schedule and, and to, to keep myself motivated throughout the, the time, I actually put it on YouTube and I have it um, somewhere else, but maybe I'll link the YouTube one below so you can check it out. But yeah, in this time, it's really, really critical because when everyone goes to bed, this is about an hour and a half of the day that is like gold to me. It is a time where I'm doing most of my ibadah because I could do it by myself. Let me tell you what I'm doing in that time. Okay, so I am reading the Quran. And I usually set something for myself to memorize, although you're not supposed to do like crazy memorization. Some people like don't pick up the Quran all year. I'm going to be honest. Some people do that. And that's not, they like think, oh, I'm going to just start memorizing only for Ramadan. That's not what we're supposed to do. You know, the prophet peace be upon him. He said that we should, we should reap the benefits. We should, we should like get the harvest in Ramadan of all the good we did during the year. We're not supposed to just start planting in Ramadan. But I mean, let's pretend you didn't, you didn't plant all Ramadan. You weren't memorizing you weren't doing the right thing. It doesn't mean you can't do good now. So don't make that mistake of of what I'm saying. I'm just saying the better way is to plant all year, which is invest, invest, invest in the Quran, read the Quran, memorize it. So that in Ramadan, when you're standing in prayer or you're, you're reading Quran, you understand better and you can be more you could be better connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That deep connection helps. And that's how you get that. People are always looking for that, right? But if you haven't done that, that's okay. I mean, you can still do memorization this time. I always do something small, but I'm, my point is this is not like the first time I'm memorizing all year, right? So I'm doing some Quran memorization. Then I also read the transliteration. I have a very specific Quran that I use for this. There are transliterations for ever, just transliterations, translations, transliterations, something else. Translations of the Quran uh, all over the place, do not have the same intensity, meaning, depth, 
and and I would be honest accuracy. So I use one particular one. I'm going to try to see if I can find it and link it below. I've mentioned it before in several um, Ramadan YouTubes I have. I have YouTube um, videos up and you can see on my channel from things from last Ramadan where I've uh, mentioned it, but I'm going to see if I could link it down below. But also, yeah, I'm doing that. I'm also doing Quran journaling. So as I'm reading the, so I'm reading in Arabic, I'm reading in English. When I'm reading the uh, the English version, I am this translation that I'm speaking of. I have a notebook right next to me and I'm taking notes. I usually pick one or two ayat a day that are just super inspirational to me and that make me feel like, wow, subhanAllah, I need to meditate on that for the day. And that's really how I inspire myself. And I say, well, if it was was something about gratitude or something about patience, I say, why did Allah show that to me? Like, what do I need to be thinking about right now in that, in that regard into my life? And so things like that. And then and then I also have a uh, a reflection journal for my emotions. So especially if you're a person who is struggling with a lot of negative emotions, I have an entire podcast on that. It's probably way back in the 40s, like in the beginning when I first started doing like episode 40-something or 30-something, how to journal away negative thoughts. If I can, I'll link it below as well. And yeah, this is, this is the type of stuff I'm doing. It only takes five minutes. It's a four-point journal. And all of this stuff is enjoyable to me. It's where I let out all of my frustration and I take in all my deep thinking and my meditation and I'm closest with Allah. I'm making da'a in this time. I might even, you know, get to the point where I may make extra raka'ah. But for the most part, I'm doing most of my prayer, prayer, prayer in the night. I'm doing mostly like reading and da'a in this time. And I say my morning athkar and all that stuff, guys. It's great time for myself. So if you're a woman who is struggling with like feeling like Ramadan never works out for you, the bulk of my time is right after Fajr also because there's barakah in that time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said it himself, there's barakah in this time. So that's why I choose to do it then. All right. So that's all good. And then I go back to bed, uh, maybe for about an hour or so. So the kids are going to wake up I don't know, about 8 a.m. for me. And when they wake up, we basically jump right into school after we do um, some morning da'as for them. We make sure we clean themselves up. And they, you know, they. I have this also on my COVID-19 uh, webinar that I did. I show how I do morning schedule for my kids. It'll probably be very similar, minus the breakfast part. That part will change. But yeah, um, you can check that out and, and to get more detail on how I do my schedule, especially now that we're stuck home. But for the most part, like the kids, they just wake up and we make our da'as. Now I have an eight-year-old and my eight-year-old, he's going to fast until four o'clock this year. And I didn't do that just like all in one shot. Every year I did a little bit at a time. Um, I'll talk more about that in a second. But yeah, so we're going to get up and we're going to do from eight to 10.30, we're going to do our studies with kind of 10, 15-minute breaks in between. Another thing I mentioned in my COVID webinar is the fact that children have different attention spans, and so I don't expect my kids to do the same amount um, each time. For example, my three-year-old, I don't expect her to spend more than even 10 minutes on an activity. It doesn't mean she has a lack of focus. It doesn't mean something's wrong with her. It means that that's her capacity for attention. So I make sure I have multiple activities. Now, Something I want to say, if you have toddlers, you do not want to plan this stuff 
day by day. It is overwhelming. So what I do is I plan all, um, I pre-plan all of this and let's say Sunday night for the entire week, what activities I'm going to have. And again, if you want to know more about activities and things, you can go on my, um, my webinar for the COVID-19 and I mentioned activities. I have a free download there where you can get links and things for activities. If you have ideas for your kids, they're not hundred percent Ramadan centered. They're just general activities, but uh, maybe in the next podcast or two, I will have um, a downloadable where I have three free Ramadan activities that I made well, myself with um, Salam Montessori. You're going to see she does really, really great work. And inshallah ta'ala, you can use this as part of this whatever repertoire that you have. But the point is, prep before, guys. Don't do day by day. It could be overwhelming. So I have all this stuff pre-done. So I already know what I'm doing. Um, if you are um, online schooling right now with your kids, let me help you out with that. Again, go to the COVID-19 webinar and I'll explain to you what I do with that. Scheduling is everything. I have everything scheduled out for my kids for every minute. They do everything. I have it up on the wall. They can look at it. They can reference it. Even if they can't read, I put it in picture form. The point is, if you want to do a little doodle and draw, it doesn't matter. Just believe me, kids love predictability. They need it in their schedule. So I have that up there from 8 to 10.30. My kids are doing that. Um, About 11 o'clock, I'm going to be, my kids are going to take a break and um, my, um, I'm going to do a live class with my students for my Ramadan recharge course. I'm going to do, I told you regular lives with them. So I'm going to jump on and we're going to talk about things that they need to talk about. And we're going to do inspirational, um, content in terms of like, maybe I'll tell them certain, um, Islamic information or stories or whatever. And I'll have that for about an hour. Um, my son is not going to be eating lunch, but my daughter is going to eat lunch. So right before I pop on, I'll probably just put her lunch out so she can eat it about 11, 1130. And my son, he's not going to break fast till about four. So he just has some free time to himself. And um, again, he has different activities he could do for that. Then we go back to finish homeschooling from 12 to 130. And I want to show you here that that's how long it takes to do homeschooling. Some people think homeschooling is supposed to be like all day. My kids got mini breaks in between eight and 1030. And then they also got like an entire hour break from 11 to 12. And now from 12 to 1.30, we're just going to do the last part of it, which I try to make more hands-on. And this is where if it's Ramadan time, I'll do Ramadan-themed activities between 12 and 1.30. Now, right now, about 1, 1.30, like whatever the time Dhuhr is, that's the time we'll stop and we'll pray together, which is also teaching them to pray with mommy every day. We'll say our, our du'as. We'll read some Quran together. And this is where I'm reading Quran for the second time of the day, but I'm reading it with my kids, right? And um, just getting them excited about that. So here's a space for like doing schooling with them, but Ramadan themes and also um, you know, getting them to read Quran and to actively make a uh, prayer with the whole family together in Jama'ah. All right. So once that's finished from two to four 30, we're going to have free play for the kids. Now I make it free play for them because I need time to myself. I need time to myself to finish cooking, to finish checking emails. And this is where I'm going to check in with myself, with my planner again. So one thing I didn't mention, sorry for that. In the beginning of the podcast, when I started um, my part about how I do my alone time in the morning is I have a planner, a Ramadan planner. And in that planner, I check what I'm going to do for the day. So I'm going to check the day, what I'm going to do for the day. Yes, this, this, this. I just go over it five minutes just to like get myself mentally primed. So now about midday, about 4.30, I'm going to check my planner again. 
Why? Because I want to know if I'm on track. And some people are like, well, I don't want to know if I'm on track because I'm probably not going to be on track. No, we have to, we have to get into this habit of checking because that's how we get things done. And that's how I, I get my goals accomplished, guys. I'm really, really pretty efficient, I have to say, because of this. And that's why I want to share this with you. I want the same for you. So look at that planner, see what you have, see what you haven't done. And this is where you're going to check in with yourself. Now, when I do those check-ins with my students, I actually make them bring their planners to class or to my to my live class, virtual class. And we talk about what's going well and not going well. And this is usually what trips people up, not checking in, not making sure they're on task. Maybe they got emotionally overwhelmed. Maybe they're tired that day. Maybe they're hungry that day. Maybe, you know, they're fighting with their spouse or their kids are not, you know, listening. We figure it out together. So you have to bring out your planner midday, check in with yourself and just see what's going on. And by the way, in my course, I give you the planner. So you don't have to like make your own planner. But my point is, if you want to use your own planner, it's fine. Um, But, you know, I'm just explaining to you what I do. I take out my planner. Okay, about 5 p.m., I'm going to go on for, oh, by the way, sorry, we're going to pray Asar's together as a family again. We're getting the kids used to that whole like communal thing, loving to do that. We don't go off into separate rooms and pray. Nope. About 5 p.m., my husband comes home and he's going to take the kids for me. We have an arrangement, an agreement between my husband and I that I need a little bit of time to myself and he needs a little bit of time to himself. I also explained that in my COVID webinar. I don't know why I'm referencing. I guess that one has been really helpful. So many people have been talking to me about it because I talk about my schedule and and kind of how I deal with it when everybody's in the house. So my husband still works, um, but he he does come home at five o'clock. If your husband doesn't work, then you know that's a different dynamic, but mine does. And so he takes the kids outside to play about five o'clock. Um, and that's when I do another live session with my students. I do them. I do two because there's different time zones and I want to make sure I support women in all different time zones. Some women like 11 o'clock doesn't work for them and some need five o'clock. So depending on where women are in the world, because I do students from all over the world, I'm, I'm supporting them about five o'clock my time as well. Okay, so I will do a live session for about that hour. Then I will finish inshallah Now, by this time, I finished the kids' homeschooling. I finished my cooking, um, almost all of it. I would say 90%. I, I'm very picky with food. I will leave last-minute things that need to be seared or fried or whatever um, in, in my, in my um, ultimate health and guidebook. Um, I talk about the frying. I have an alternative for that as well that I'm be using this year, but I don't want to give it away. But yeah, anyway, so so inshallah ta'ala, I finished everything by six o'clock. On, actually, five o'clock, I finished all that. But then I did my live. And now about six o'clock, 6.30, I'm going back to sit down and spend more time with the Quran. This would have been the third time I read the Quran that day. So like many people, I'm trying to finish the Quran before the month is over. So I read it in the morning, right after Fajr. I read some with my kids together communally. I probably didn't get as much done. It more the focus was on them and making them excited about the Quran. Oh, I have a really cool... Um, Quran book that I use with my children. I'll see if I could link it below. No sponsorship involved. I just really, really love it. Um, and it's with pictures, but it doesn't have faces or anything. It's so beneficial because it really helps them envision the the Quran. So inshallah ta'ala, um, or, or even DM me and I'll talk to you more about that, whatever you guys want. And um, inshallah ta'ala, so yeah, we I read the Quran for about my third time in any Islamic books and make any dua that I want to, because this is the time for me to connect again with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while I can. Okay, then about 30 minutes before iftar, I go back, I heat up the food because we have particular foods that, you know, you need to get them heat up if it's soups or whatever. And then we eat. 
Okay, so this is about where we are up until iftar. And this is where it gets a little different and a little interesting because of the COVID-19 situation. So, and this is the, the last part I will say to you guys in closing. So now with the whole COVID-19, it's been a bit different because I usually, at this point, let me tell you what I usually would do. We would usually eat spend about 45 minutes of family time, you know, doing something together. Then we would pack up and go to the masjid and pray tarawih and we bring the kids and everything and we pray and we stay in the masjid almost all 30 days. I'm usually in the masjid praying tarawih. So you can imagine how this year is so different for us when we cannot do that at all. It's just very, I don't know, we have to keep that feeling, but I have a plan. I have a plan. I'll share it with you in a second. And then the last thing is we come back after we pray usually and we put the kids to bed and my husband and I spend 45 minutes together that's our spouse time never give it up it's always important it's how we stay connected and keep our feelings really strong for one another and then we go to bed and then we do it all over again but before I go to bed I do check my planner again I'll talk to you about that in a second because I do prime myself for the next day this is another important skill to do is priming yourself for the day before okay so that day ahead so um but so because of it's COVID because it's COVID let me tell you what I'm gonna do instead Okay, it's COVID-19, so we can't go out. We can't go to the masjid. Everything's closed. What are we going to do instead? So we decided to make things different. We're going to switch up where we do things in the house so it feels like we move around the house and we don't have a regular day. What do I mean by that? For example, um, we're gonna de- we decided we do have a house, so we're going to eat in the backyard. I know not everybody has that option, so bear with me. I'm going to give the no backyard option after this. Okay. So we're going to go outside. We're going to eat on the patio. If you watch my YouTube videos and my IG stories, you're going to see me doing it all Ramadan. It's like you could be with me in my house with my family. I will be um, sharing some snippets of that from a, uh, from day to day, but yeah, we're going to go on the patio, eat, eat, iftar, uh, eat uh, iftar together outside on the patio, do 45 minutes of hangout time. I always make fresh sweets and tea and stuff, you know, whatever it is. I share some of those again on my YouTube as well. And I, um, I'm going to just, you know, just have family time and feel really good about it and not stress out about the whole COVID thing. We're going to then, weather permitting, because I've done this before, um, take a big sajeda or a big blanket out on the lawn and we're going to pray tarawih in a fa- as a family. We always pray anyway as a family tarawih. So we're going to line up in rows and pray outside on the lawn under the stars. That is our plan. And it's so, so beautiful because I've prayed outside before. I don't know if you've prayed outside. It is lovely. Now, if it's not warm enough to do that or you do not have the ability, you know, I'll talk about inside options in one minute. But I do, after I do that, I'll, again, put the kids to bed. Guys, do not let the kids run around all night. I know everybody stays up and it's so tempting because it's annoying to put them to bed because they don't want to go to bed. But put them to bed. If you don't put them to bed, they will not wake up in the morning. You will not wake up in the morning. You will have a late and horrible day. Everybody will be in a groggy mood. Everybody will be off schedule. And that's where the nightmare begins. I'm promising you. One, put them to bed for yourself. And two, put them to bed for their self because they really, really need to sleep. It's not healthy for them. And two, you need to have alone time with yourself and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you need, especially if you're married, to have alone time with your spouse. You need to connect with them as well during Ramadan, right? And have ibadah together. My husband and I do. 
And um, what we typically do is we like to pick one series that we watch together. We use usually it's uh, Fahad Al-Khandri. He has one um, where he does like Traveler with the Quran or um, he has something with health with the Quran. Every time he has something different about something beautiful of the Quran. So my husband and I like watch it together. It's a video. So it's super laid back on YouTube. And we and he always has a series. And I can't wait to see what he comes out with this year. And we watch it together and we relax on the couch and we just spend that time together and we learn something together. And um, I mean, sometimes we'll do other stuff together, but for the most part, yeah, that's really, really important for us just to bond and learn together too. And so alhamdulillah. So if you do not have a backyard and you do not have these options and weather doesn't permit and whatnot, this is what I'm going to do too. Let me share it because that, that will happen to me as well. So let me explain. I'm going to make sure I have designated places in my house for where things are, places where we can pray, places where we can have alone time, where my kids and I can read Quran, where they can have fluffy pillows and 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 have um you know activities there or books there. I'm going to make designated areas and make them special. Decorate them, move furniture. Um, by the way, in our Facebook group, we have tons of great Muslim companies that will be um, showing us what they have and they'll be doing giveaways. And so you could also look into some of those companies. They have great, great decorations for Ramadan and for Eid and all that stuff, which I myself am personally going to be looking into because they are beautiful. And that's why I picked these companies. So, yeah decorate the house, move things around, change the furniture, switch it up. That's what I'm doing. So it makes the house feel different and special. And then we're making designated places. Okay. So um, again, no matter what, even if I do that, I still put the kids to bed. I still have that time with my husband. And at the end of the day, I open up my planner. I check off what I did or didn't do. Again, if you're one of my students, you have that planner. You'll you'll um, get it as soon as you open and join the course. But yeah, you, you check off what you did for the day. You feel accomplished. And then you look for the next day what's going to happen and you prime your mind before you go to sleep when you wake up you are that much more motivated to do what you need to do but yeah that's basically all i have to say that's what i do and a lot more of this advice like i said if you want to go take the free master class you'll see the elements i'm putting in part of my plan to get ready and um and but the one thing i will give you one piece of advice from that class is agility when i talk about agility and flexibility you will make this plan whatever your plan is whatever your schedule is and it might work the first time and it might not but what you need to do is you need to say to yourself what is working what's not working and and not get down not feel upset about it i don't get down about it i just take a deep breath say alhamdulillah and i address whatever i need to switch up correct and tweak okay i hope that was super beneficial i cannot wait to jump into that Facebook group again after I get off of here and see what you guys have been doing and saying. And we are dropping our challenge today. So please get in there because I want you to have a chance to win the Abeya or the dress from um, Ab Collection and the two scars from Hot Hijab and all these things. And every week we're going to have a different set of giveaways. I'm going to do it all Ramadan every week just to make it fun and exciting for all of us. Can't wait to spend Ramadan with you guys. Can't wait to grow together and get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together. Don't be shy. Come in. It doesn't matter what level of Iman, what level of Islam you are, if you're new or not. We're all growing together. We're all going to get there together. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and your family and help us all to reach Ramadan and to leave it better than we entered it. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.